Want to know what strategies real graduates use to launch their career? Well, here's your chance. From personal stories to insider tips, our interviews with graduates and campus recruiters will equip you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to take off and stand out from the crowd. Brought to you by Prospel, your one-stop shop for finding and securing your dream internship or fresh graduate job. So, yeah, I guess give us a brief like self-introduction, where you're from, where you studied, and where you work now, and a little bit in between. So I'm Kathy, and I'm from Taiwan, and now I work as associate engineer in Zero. And before I joined Zero, I have a twisted career. So in my undergrad, I studied economics, and then after I graduated from uni, I did as an auditor for a year. And then I realized there are a lot of things that can be automated. So I started learning Python a bit by myself. And I found it really re rewarding to build something and try to automate something by myself. So I want to learn. I want to study IT in Australia. So I moved to Australia and studied Master of IT in Melbourne Uni. And after, so I graduated at the end of 2019. And... So like just a few months after I graduated, it is just like the COVID time. So at that time, it was really hard to find a job. So I took eight months to find my first job. Yeah, and it was referenced by a friend. So I went to a consulting firm. So I'm mainly working as a RPA developer. So RPA stands for Robotic Process Automation. So I did around almost like two years in RPA area and I feel like so Opry is like very lightweight software development yeah and I realized I still want to dive deeper in the software development world so I decided I want to apply for the graduate program in Zero. so yeah I joined Zero in early last year so I started working Zero from last year thanks for sharing all of that I imagine it must have been really difficult dealing with the pandemic and then trying to find a job on top of that. It was a like, pretty difficult process because during that time, the company, then they had hiring freeze and yeah, it's like, pretty hard. But luckily, I, I have a friend who worked in that company and he referenced me. And during that time, because during the pandemic and a lot of uh, company, they have, they want to automate a lot of like business process mm -hmm. using the, the web robot. So a lot of opportunity come to that consulting Oh, interesting. Okay. Could you tell us a bit about what you do now every day as an associate software developer? Yeah. So now, so I work in the team and we mainly work on the history and notes part in Zero. And our day-to-day -day life will be like, we will have a meeting every day to talk about our updates, like what we did yesterday and what we are going to do today. So we call it like stand-up. Yeah, and then also in our team, we have a top tech mobbing session. So in this session, it's a time for people, they can raise any question they have and the whole team, all the engineers will gather together to solve the problems together. And other times, sometimes we will pair together. So yeah, some teams in Zero, we like to do the like pair programming. So pair programming is like one task and will be complete by to engineers to work on together. Yeah, that's really cool. It sounds like a lot of teamwork or like group work. So you're not just trying to 
figure something out all by yourself and spending a lot more time than necessary doing that. Yeah, I think I really like these, the pair of programming things like for the graduate or like junior engineers, we can learn a lot from seniors, like how they solve the process, they solve the problem. And also like there are some like tricks that you can learn from the pairing session. So are you paired with a senior like software developer or are you paired with another associate? Normally like what will be like one senior, one junior together. Oh, so it's like mentoring. I also love the culture in like also I found like people are all very help, like friendly and always want to help you grow. Like in my team, my there's a lead engineer. So he will ask, have one-on-one session with everyone in the team, like every three weeks. And to understand, oh, what's your progress recently? And what do you want to learn? What's your goal? And he will help you to achieve your goal. Like long-term goals, like career goals, or like what kind of goals are these? short-term goal and also like long-term goal. Like for example, if you recently, what are you interested in? If you are interested in do like more like the uh, user interface work and then you'll like, like he will try to find some work that you like and you want to improve. Oh, okay. So it's like very much like a graduate program that helps you that focuses on what you want to learn and make sure you have opportunities to do that. Yeah. And yeah, so now I, so I finished the graduate program and yeah, so basic graduate was only a year and in the graduate program, we all have four rotations. So each rotation will be three months. Yeah. And now it came to only three rotations. The grads can stay long. So each rotation will be like four months. Yeah. And yeah, I do think it's a very it's a really good opportunity because you can jump into different area. For example, I know I don't want to be a mobile developer, but I do one rotation in mobile team. So I get to experience what it's like to be a mobile developer. And how did you discover that you didn't want to be a mobile developer? So I actually did create any app in during the uni and yeah, it was a project course and we had to develop a AI mobile app. Yeah. And I, at that time, because I feel like it's a little bit, maybe it's like the bad memory at that time. So mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to be able, but in that rotation, I really enjoy. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I do build the mobile. There are a lot of potential in the future because yeah, now more people are using mobile than in the web page. Oh, so do you find that to be the case? I know you guys do like accounting software, right? So even accounting software is going more mobile than like desktop. So I think our customers still use like the web page more, but we do find like more and more people are using mobile, like for like example, like payroll, they use a lot, they will use the mobile app. It's providing like convenient assets for customers to use. So it's like a future, like very potential part. Got it. So now we know a little bit about what you do at Zero. Yeah. Can you walk me through your path? Like you decided you wanted to study IT and specifically in Australia. So I picked Australia because in 2012, yeah. So my aunt, she lives in Brisbane. In 2012, I visited her. Like I stayed in Brisbane for a month and I really enjoyed the time in Australia. And also I visited Melbourne in 2014. Yeah, it's a backpacking trip. So I felt like I really like how friendly Australian is. And also, yeah, I do the research. I found Melbourne Uni is a very good 
uni. So yeah, so I decided I want to study in Australia. And I, because I do the self-learning about how to write the code and yeah, so I decided that I want to uh, change my career to study. Got it. Wow. And when you were considering Australia, were you already thinking of maybe like living there or like working there afterward? I didn't think that much, but I saw maybe after like first semester, I really enjoy leaving Melbourne. The people are really nice. And when I go to like shopping and I always say I can have a chat with the people, like people are so nice here. And I feel like the Melbourne's like my second home. So that's the time I feel like I want to stay here longer and maybe working here. Wow. So I guess the people there are like really friendly and that sort of made you feel really welcome. That's pretty cool. So I guess not, you didn't really have much like culture shock when you moved to Australia and stuff. Oh, I think maybe I feel the cultural difference, like more in working culture. So I have one year working experience in Taiwan. And also mm-hmm. uh, when I have like my first job in Australia and I felt like my manager will keep asking me, like, what do you want to learn? What's your goal? Yeah, and also he will keep asking me about like my opinion and yeah, because I'm like more like an introvert person. So I normally, I don't have a lot of opinion to say, but he pushed me to have some opinion and have like more feedback to the team, the product. That's why the time I feel like there are a lot of like cultural difference and in Australia, they want to have like more feedback and the uh, the structure is like more flat. Like the manager wants to know more feedback from you. Yeah, like feedback as in they want to know what you think about them or like different kinds of feedback. Oh uh, yeah, they want to show uh, like for example in our team they will they will sometimes they will send out the form like oh do you put some like constructive feedback for one of our teammates? It helps him or she like to improve their skills and yeah and i do find it very important to have the feedback to make your colleague your team your company be better and better Mm, interesting were there any other like differences you found compared to your work place in taiwan yeah i feel like yeah i don't know if it's a good i should (laughs) say that in taiwan normally we don't say no to manager Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, I feel like in our, like growing up, we don't really, we won't say no to like parents or teachers or managers, but in Australia, if they don't feel comfortable to do that, they will just say, oh, I can't do that. I was like really shocked, but I found it's really good because you are happy to work in this place. So everyone's like opinion matters. And I think it's healthier to express your opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, wow, that's such a big cultural difference. Have you started to do that as well? Like you got better at expressing like no or different opinions and stuff? Yeah, I still not say no often, but I will try to like raise my opinions. For example, in my current team, they previously they don't pair a lot. And during my rotation in this team, I talked to people and I said, oh, because I am still learning and I love pairing. I want to learn more from every one of you. 
So can we pairing and yeah, they take this opinion and then, so they start this session for us to gather together and do some pairing in, as a team together. So your program at the University of Melbourne, that was it a one-year program or like a two-year program? So it was a two-year program, but so I actually spent like two and a half year in Melbourne Uni. So the first semester, I actually study information system and information system, it's quite different to information technology. And at that time, I didn't realize that. And so information system is more for like people who want to be like BA or like data analyst. So I realized I want to be software engineer more. So yeah, I changed to IT program. Got it. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea. They, I would have thought they were the same thing. <laughs> so during your time there, were you able to do like internships and stuff? Yeah. So I did one internship and this internship related to one of the tips I want to give the guys like to build your network. So this internship, I saw our, one of our professor, he is operating a startup owned by Melbourne Uni. So I directly asked him, hey, professor, like I'm, I'm, Kathy and I have more industrial experience and offer me like the internship and yeah. And he said, yes. And were there any difficulties of getting an internship? Oh, so at that time it was like very difficult. Yeah. And cause, so I don't have like many experience at that time. And I found this is after my internship is that, so there are all quite a huge gap like, in between the uni and the industry. So the things we taught in uni and it's not like the all like very new or latest technology that you use in the street. And yeah, so there's a gap and this internship helped me to understand oh, what is like the language that a lot of people are using right now and like the framework and the things that we have to learn. Yeah. And yeah, through this internship, I realized that. But at that time, I also feel like so in the first two semester, I was too like inconfident to apply for internship. So yeah, the tips for the grads is just don't be afraid to do it. Just give it a go and you might find an opportunity that because they won't expect the interns to know everything. Mm. You just need to know like the basic knowledge about the language that like the things, this kind of like basic knowledge. So you mentioned you know about databases, no basic like programming languages so are there any like top like these are the top skills you should know as an intern and then beyond that maybe you don't need to know as much about it from my like interview experience they'll ask you like oh what's the language that you are familiar with and so you have to like be honest to tell like the language they are really familiar with if you say something like like C++ but I actually don't know then they're gonna ask you some question to test you really know this language but it's not like very difficult one so they just want to know if you're really familiar with this language mm -hmm. yeah not every company they will ask like very detailed about tech yeah there are one company I tried I had interview is they will give you a take-home project so you can complete it at home by myself and then during an interview they will ask you to oh like now you have a basic project like you can extend one or two more features during the interview okay so the actual interview itself is not very technical yeah so for some company they it's not very technical like in zero it's not very technical they just ask you like there's some basic knowledge yeah but some company they will 
let you maybe coding, uh, have pairing session to see how you like code. So some of them, they will have you code on the spot, but some of them, they'll just ask you like, what languages are you familiar with? And then they'll just ask you about like yourself then for the rest of the interview. Yeah. Interesting. What did Zero ask you then? Like, how did that interview go? In the assessment center that, so I remember there are three parts. So the first part, technical interview. So they asked me some basic knowledge. They didn't ask me to write any code. Yeah. I think they just want to know what kind of project I did before. And then what's your like difficulties and how did you enjoy these projects? Yeah. And the second round is the behavior interview. So they want to know your personality and if you are cultural fit with the company. Yeah. yeah. And the third one is they will give you a topic and you have 15 minutes to prepare. You can like Google and then do like a five minute presentation. Oh, interesting. And what do you think got you past like the first round and then the second round and then the third round? Uh, I feel so. I actually, I had some several like failed application and yeah. And I feel like I did better and better. And what I mean, I finally not that nervous to show the personality. Yeah, I remember the first one I did is the Telstra's graduate program. Yeah, at that time, I was like too nervous. I always like, so I prepare before the interview, I prepare all the questions and I write down all the answers. I try to recite like all my answers, but it's not very natural way to talk. And when I forgot like my answer, I will be like super nervous and I will like, like my brain is like blend. I don't know what to say. After like several failed interviews and I practice several times, I feel like in zero, when in, in zero's interview, I finally, I can try to show my personality. Yeah. Like just be yourself. Wow. That is, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And when I have like the job searching and because I didn't do much interview, I didn't have like much interview experience. So I went to italki and then I found a teacher with HR background. So I asked her like, if I can like practice interview with her in the first session, she told me that just be yourself. And mm -hmm. that's that. And now, oh, what does it mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. What terrible advice is this? <laughs> yeah. And I suddenly realized uh, it's like to be confident about yourself and to share like your stories, not like made up, like all those answers. It's like trying to like be like naturally related to on your stories and related to the questions. Got it. Got it. So are there any specific things about interviewing with Zero? Like any specific like tips or tricks that you have for interviewing with this company? What I feel is Zero is emphasized not that about how like you don't have to be like super professional at the like technical skills, but they want to know like your personality and your cultural fit with zero. And yeah, also like one tip say that no matter like which company you apply for, I feel like it's, it's good to check their website first. So only the company will show like their values, show the values on the website. And when you answer the question, like try to like related to the values they have. Got it. Got it. Oh, and can I ask how you got a referral? I feel like that's like really awesome and great tip for people. 
So that referral is from my friend's friends. Yes. So that's one tip. So like build your network and also let people know you're looking for a job. So yeah, people will pass the word around. So yeah, that would help you to like more exposed to like job opportunities. Got it. Got it. And did you just ask them like, oh, could you refer me? I'm applying or yeah. How did that work? So yeah, I directly asked him because he also went to Melbourne Uni and he studied the same. I just messaged him and asked like politely, like for introduce myself and then asked if he can like reference me to his company and I'm interested in this company and I also did some research about what the company do. Got it. And can I ask if during your time, like finding internships or finding graduate jobs, were there any difficulties you encountered because you were an international student? Or do you feel like it was, it's generally easy for internationals to find jobs in Australia? I think like for myself, my experience, it's not easy because yeah, I have to be honest, in Melbourne Uni, like, like most of the students, a lot of like the students are like Chinese students. Mm-hmm. So during uni time, a lot of times we have like a group assignment, but we are like all speak Mandarin. Yeah, so I didn't like practice that much, practice English that much during my time in uni. So I do feel like when I graduated and like my English skill is not that good to, yeah, like I found out during the, like the graduate program interview and I saw other people, like Aussie students, I found that, oh, like I, there are some skills I need to improve, like communication skill or like how to express myself. Yeah. So I highly recommend to apply for like more internships so can learn and improve the interview skills like in like very early stage. Wow. So how did you end up working on your communication or English skills? Was that mainly through your internships? No, like it's mainly through my first job. So my first job is I'm a consultant. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah I talk to the client very often. Like we have to like meeting with the client and also we have to do a lot of presentation to the clients. And yeah, I do find that that helped me to improve my communication skills a lot. Yeah, to help me like land my second job. Got it. Wow. And besides communication skills, was there anything else you feel like you needed to improve on between graduating and then getting like an actual job? I feel like communication skills like most difficult part. And yeah, I think technical skill like for that graduate engineer is not like super important, but also it would be great to like to be and do some side projects by yourself. Yeah, and because during the interview, normally like graduates, they don't have like previous working experience. Mm-hmm. So in interview, they will try to ask, oh, what kind of project you did before? And ooh, I think it would be very interesting if you do some interesting project by yourself and you talk about the whole the development process, some difficulties, they will like be interested in these kind of stories. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good piece of advice actually. And did you have to do any extra paperwork as an international student or was that all handled by your like internship and job or the employers? So now the policy for Australia is when you graduate from the uni and you have in my year was like, there are two years visa that you can stay in Australia. Yeah. 
now I think they extend to three or four years. Like if you are, like for example, like software engineer, then you can stay longer. And yeah, and because I previously I have other working experience. So when I joined Zero, my visa is like going to expire very soon. And Zero helped me to sponsor the working visa to let me like stay in Australia. Oh wow, that's awesome! Congrats. You're on like a real like working visa in Australia now. So you were on was it the four eight five visa before? Yeah, yeah. And then Zero sponsored your work visa. And under this visa, are you able to switch jobs if you wanted to? Or and like how long does it last? As I know, there are like short term, like mid term and long term visa. Yeah, and so the one I apply is the short term one. So it lasts for two years. Yeah. Okay, so it lasts two years. Was there a lot of extra work for you involved with that process, or was it like all zero? So there was a agent help me to apply for it. So yeah, I just need to provide like the passport information and other information about previous like ten years, your address, these kind of essential information to apply for the visa. And was the agent through zero, or did you have to find one on your own? Through zero. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're super nice. And out of your classmates, did most people who wanted to stay in Australia were they able to find like jobs? Yeah, most all of my friends decided to stay in Australia, and then yeah, they also find a very good job in Australia. Wow, is that like the case for you would say most international students, or do you think it's mainly because you studied like IT, so it's like maybe easier to find like good jobs there? Yeah, I do feel like IT is a little bit maybe easier for comparing with other professionals, and and also I feel like it's it might take like a while to find a job, but if you being very proactive to find a job, it's not not that difficult to find it. Just need to be very proactive, need to have a plan, and also need to go to like more like networking events to try to. Build your connections, and I feel there's always like opportunities. So, what was your plan for finding a job? So, like for myself at that time, I kept a goal is that I have to like apply for three jobs a day. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, and I so for these application, I need to like customize the CV and also customize the cover letter. Yeah, and do that like I did that every day so yeah I try to keep like applying for like different jobs so I actually apply so many jobs and some I had interviews some of them I didn't and yeah so I feel like there are so need to be like proactive and also if you see any opportunities just try it they always say that finding a job is a full-time job in and of itself <laughs> sounds like it really is the case <laughs> And you did that for eight months, like you applied to three jobs every day for eight months. Yeah, I think there's one point that I feel like quite frustrated, and yeah, there are not much jobs on the market. And yeah, but I like during that time, I like sometimes I may spend more time on like learning, like to do some side projects by myself. Yeah, just I feel like now just don't feel, never lose the hope. Just keep. Find job and you'll find 
your like dream job in the end. That's really inspiring. I think that you kept at it and then it happened. I love it. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. And do you feel like there were any patterns you noticed in terms of the sorts of resumes or CVs that got you interviews? Because I know a lot of times you'll send out a lot of like resumes and like you won't hear back from them at all. So what do you feel is a deciding factor for getting an interview? I actually, I don't know. I guess is that like for a graduate program, they will ask you about, tell me a situation about if you feel like frustrated or something. So they tell like some stories and I will try to go to their website and understand their, like the company culture. And I also go to like flat store to see like how employees describe this company. And then I try to write my story and also relate it to these values and try to connect it to their value. Yeah. But I, yeah, I feel like I don't fake the story and yeah, for you to, when you check the website and know their value, I think also like it's for myself to know is this one company align my value if I would want to work in this company. Yeah. That's it. Interesting that you mentioned it's also important for you to check as well. You don't want to end up getting a job that you like hate. Yeah. Is there anything during your interviews with these companies? Are there any specific questions that you ask them? Normally I'll ask them like, what's like the most interesting value you think in these companies? Yeah. So yeah, normally they it will like make them like think and also sometimes they will have any like interesting answer about this and every person like the, their answer is quite different and yeah, I think yeah, for me, it's like these questions can let me like understand their like their interesting values, maybe not on that website. Got it. So it's like, how do you get an off the record? Like, yeah, as opposed to like corporate PR, which is like their website, you get like an actual, you try to get a peek at what the company's actually like. Oh, that's a good tip. <laughs> ah, were there any other things, questions you asked along those lines? Yeah, also I'll ask what's like their day, like daily day like. I think, yeah, for it's a good way to see if the ways of working is also the ways of working that we want. Like, for example, we don't pair, we don't pair at all. Then we always are ourselves and we only meet during the stand up. And that for me, it's not like aligned with the ways of working I want. I think, yeah, interviews are two way conversation. Yeah. So also like for me to know is this company also good for myself. Interesting. And were there any like red flags that you noticed? Like any companies that said, any interviewers that said the thing and you're like, oh, I definitely don't want to work there. I remember there's one company that uh, I passed the first round of the interview, but I decided to go to another company. And then, so I emailed them and I say, oh, I'm sorry, I have to stop this interview process because of the visa issue. Because some company they sponsor, but some company they don't sponsor visa. That's the kind of company that they are willing to sponsor. So I reject another, like I said, oh, our interview process, I have to stop the process. And so they emailed back to me and they said, you're basically wasting our time. So it's like a bit aggressive. That's crazy that they took the time to send you an email saying that. <laughs> so they said, oh, you're wasting our time and you should let us know in the first interview. But 
Yeah, but the first interview happened, I hadn't got the offer from another company. That's fascinating. And when you're looking for jobs, is it clear to you like where, which companies could sponsor you or which companies can't? I normally, I will check the website, like in this world, normally some companies, they will write, we don't sponsor working visas or PR. And sometimes they won't specify on the website. So I normally will ask. So check the website and then you like email HR to ask to confirm. Or when they like have like the phone interview, you can ask, normally ask them if they international students and is there any chance you can sponsor me. Got it, got it. And where did you find all these jobs to apply to? Oh, I do check like Grand Australia. Oh, oh yay! <laughs> yeah, and also I check uh, LinkedIn. I noticed that a lot of like tech-related jobs, there are a lot on LinkedIn. And also from my experience is, yeah, the Grand Australia and LinkedIn is uh, like these two websites. If I apply through these and I get uh, more response. Oh, interesting. So if you apply through like other platforms, like you probably hear back a lot less. Yeah, yeah. That's from my experience. Oh, interesting. That's really good to know. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing about your experiences. Is there anything else you would like to share? Maybe the tips, just like, just try it and don't underestimate yourself. And yeah, be confident, be prepared to take any opportunity. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kathy, for your time and for sharing. You really shared like very honestly and yeah, that was super awesome. So thank you so much.